pase, pierna derecha, directo al arco, golazo, 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 golazo. You are now listening to TWC Football Podcast. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the TWC Football Podcast. I'm your host today. My name is Ade. I'm joined by Steve. Thank you. <laughs> and Ifa. Yo. Yeah, guys, before we get into it, make sure you're following us on all of the socials. That's uh, TWC Football everywhere apart from Twitter, where we are still the weekly canon. Um, and yeah, yeah, tell a friend, share this with a mate, a, a colleague. A, a sibling, family member, whoever it may be. Guys, push us to the moon, man. But yeah, intro done. Guys, how are we doing, man? How are we all how are we? How how have our weeks been? Wow. Um I had a great week. I had a great week. Um you, you sound surprised by that. Like no, I'm just thinking about I'm thinking as you said it, but yeah, I've had a great week. I've you know done quite a bit. So yeah, quite happy with my week. What I did, I'm going to keep to myself because, you know. I mean, I was asking what you did, man. I'm just asking how your week was. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been good, though. Yeah, yeah. But people will then be thinking, what did he do in the week? And I'm not going to disclose that because it's the internet and people are strange. So. That's true. That is true. Um, Ife, how's your week been? Yeah, it was calm. So. Just, just calm? Yeah. Out of 10, if you had to rate it, like. I'd say uh, 8.1. Oh, that's, bro, that's pretty good. <laughs> What do you mean calm? Yeah, it's just like it's not nice, okay. Sorry, it's a nice weekend. Oh, weekends, nice weekends. Yeah, <laughs> I was just talking about a week. What have you been up to this weekend? Nothing much, man. <laughs> right, okay. Bad right, boys. Um, yeah, bank holiday weekend. Uh, a lot of Barclays Premier League. You know, it's a classic. Um, excuse me, wait, host, you're the. You're the fastest rising star in the graphic designing world. How are you finding things? Oh, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Got to keep it modest around here. You know what I mean? I appreciate the kind words, sir. But, um, yeah, no, it's, you know, it's busy. Busy, but we move. We move, you know? We move. I'm good. Do you want to plug? Nah, if you know, you know, innit? Do you know what I mean? All the, all the socials you see from TWC Football, that's done by yours truly. But, you know, if, if you know, you know. If you, if you want more uh, information, please check out AFG Studio on Instagram. There's some, yeah. some um, links in the bio, and I think you'll like the website. So I dabble, I dabble in some some things from time to time. But yeah, come on, man! Bank holiday weekend, football. Um, let's have a bit of fun. Actually, I wanted to do something before we actually kicked off. So I think I saw this on Instagram. I uh, for, forgive me, whoever put this out there but they've done it for I think an NBA team or some shit can't remember but uh, which players have the most to prove at the following clubs so if you had to if you had to pick one player that has the most to prove who would it be so we'll start off with Arsenal I have us Differ? Oh, I think Declan Rice I think it's I think it's Smith Rowe Smith Rowe's got a lot to prove I think he does I don't think do anyone, no one talks about him. That's the problem. I think, no, I, 
I think this is his, like, if he doesn't have a good season, like if he doesn't make the most of his minutes this year, I think he, his Arsenal career is effectively over. Nah, I don't think so. Cause like, cause you he came from the academy. Yeah. Cause he came from the, cause he came from the, from the academy and he is like, he's not a bad player. Like he's good. He's got goals in them. I think he will either, like if he, like if he doesn't somehow manage to break into the first 11 and that be a thingy, he's, he's probably going to end up either as, um, as like a squad player or we probably sell him for like a quite a decent fee. So I, like, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say he's, his career is over because at the uh, very his least, Arsenal career, his Arsenal career is over. I oh, sorry. I don't, I don't think his Arsenal career will be, will be over at the very least because like we can have him like, we'll have him as a squad player, which he might, he might, he might not like that, but from someone from the hey, academy you, of his, said, kind of, I, don't think that's, I don't think that's terrible. You said D-Rest, isn't it? Yeah. That because of the press tag? I th- I, th- I think uh, yeah I, th- I think when when you cost I think when you cost a hundred mil, people are gonna like obviously a lot of people rake Declan Rice, but now he's come come to a club like Arsenal where like let's be honest we don't have a lot of like fans outside of like our own fan base and the fact that he cost a hundred million, people are now gonna be like okay people they, they're gonna associate that price with him now they're gonna be like, oh yeah you, oh you got bought for a hundred million like what what are you gonna show are you gonna continue because the thing is, it's kind of crazy, but I think if he just like carries on how he was looking at West Ham, I don't think people are gonna be happy with that. They're gonna they're gonna want that and more. I'm not I'm, if, now me personally. If, I'm not if, saying. I think if you look at how we started off though, like I honestly I don't even think he's under the most pressure out of all the signings we've got. I think Kai Havertz is under more pressure than he is. I think I think he's under more pressure. I mean, so I think Kai, I think Kai Havertz is just because like we wanted an attacking player. We spent, because the thing is when you spend 65 million on an attacking player, you kind of expect someone to be good. And because he came from Chelsea as well, mm. like Steve said a couple of weeks ago, I don't think he's got like the love and praise from everyone. And also, and also purely because he's coming to the team in a position where we think other people could and should play and, yeah. and he hasn't played well. I think that's why he's got the pressure on him. But like, I think, I don't know. Like Kai Havertz is a good one, but I just think because of the price tag and the fee, and like what Arsenal were missing, like people, like people, like were kind of seeing that Havertz is like, oh, sorry, not Havertz, Rice's are missing piece in it. So I feel like he's got to, he's kind of got to prove and show, like, yeah, like he is that, he is the missing piece. He, he was worth spending a hundred mil on and all this stuff. Enough, um, Steve. You said Kai Havertz. Yeah, I just think. With um, well, first of all, he's going. He's moving from a direct rival. Mm. We've bought enough Chelsea for, uh, players in the past, and you know I, I don't like it. Second of all, the the price tag. Mm. Third, he's replacing. Supposedly, he's meant to be signed for the left eight position, and Xhaka was a big part of our team last season. Yep. And fourth is just because he's underwhelmed in the Premier League, so he's got to show people that he's actually worth this price tag. So. Uh, I mean, it's been three games and you saw the reaction. He had a bad game on Saturday and boy, like he's getting ripped. I saw Bleacher Report put all the comments of what people apparently are meant to be saying about him and a lot of them were negative. Like he's probably going to see that because this era of of athlete, they're on social media. Yeah. So yeah, he's. I, I kind of feel sorry for him. That's fair. We'll go into the game shortly. Yeah. But let's just, let's just zoom through the rest of these. So, uh, 
Question again, which player has the most to prove at Chelsea? Oh, Casado. Yeah, Casado for me. Because of the price tag. Yeah. And Casado. Yeah, Casado. Uh, Man United? Mason Mount. Mason Mount. I, I don't know. I don't know why we're going to we're all going with new signings. I say maybe, maybe. I want to say Rashford, but I don't think so. I think the only person who I can properly think of is Mount. Harry Maguire. The most to prove. He's got a lot to prove, doesn't he? I think his United career is effectively finished. I don't think he he's like he's like. Obviously, he's unless they get a good fee from him, uh, sorry, unless a team that he would actually wouldn't mind moving to comes in, he's probably going to stay in. He's just probably going to be like a role player. So, like, I don't think he's got anything really anything to prove. Like, Fair it's enough. kind of just he's on borrowed time. And I think both like him and the club knows that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Man City, who's got the most to prove? Um, Calvin Phillips. Yeah. That's a good really? one. I feel like if he, yeah, he does, he does be well with the minutes that because Rodri was saying at the beginning of the season that he's had during their pre, uh, treble winning season last season, he actually had to go to the coaching staff say, I can't keep doing this. Like, you guys play me. <laughs> he said, I can't keep playing 90. And the reason why he's had to play so many games last season is because Calvin Phillips has not been ready to play that sixth role. Um, so, really? He, yeah. Really? Yeah, bro, look it up. Rodri went to coaching staff and said, please, like, I, I can't keep doing this physically. He's playing DM for City 60 games a season. Yeah, he plays a lot. So he needed help, but obviously Calvin Phillips wasn't ready. So... You surf. But, like, but, but was it a thing where, like, he wasn't ready or, like... He wasn't like, good enough. Like, but, or, like, it was just, like, a pep, pep, he's not ready. It could be a bit, but to be fair, we don't know what's happening inside. But, like... Actually, I was going to say, when he came on the pitch, he wasn't great, but he's getting like five minutes here or there. Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't even come off the bench. Foden? Is there a shout for Foden? Uh, yeah, I, I, I was going to say Foden. I, I think Foden's got the most to prove. The thing is, Foden's certified and we know he's certified, but yeah. in terms of like nailing down a regular starting place, maybe you could say him. Bro, even nailing down a like, particular position because like yeah. every, everyone, everyone still kind of sees him like as his future being as a like an eight, he kind of looks best as a like as a cam or as a ten. But then yeah. also at the same time, like he's always getting played like on the wing, which I think he plays a role well. So like it's 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 got to the point now where like he's obviously still a youngster, but he's not like a youngster in the team as well. They've got rid of like sorry, they've um fingered Gundogan now. Obviously, it looks like they're trying to sign like Mateus Nunes. Nunes, but before that, it, it didn't look like they were gonna get another like midfielder. I mean, they've got Kovacic, but it's kind of like okay, like you're the boy, like you're like this, like do you know, like you you've had, you don't really have any more excuses. Like look at people, you're kind of like your age or in your kind of bracket. Really? Like Saka was Greenish kind of thing to prove. Was he certified? I don't think he's certified, but I feel like especially he's the way he to last me. season. <laughs> Say that again, Steve. He's, he's got a lot to prove to me. I don't know who this yeah. guy is. I don't even like him anymore. I don't like the player anymore. I don't yeah. know what he's become. People argue that's that's Pep, isn't it? That it is Pep. That's what Pep does. Fair. Right. Spurs. I think Son. Richarlison. Oh, Richarlison. Oh, Richarlison. Yeah, that's a great shot. It's a great shot, yeah. Right. Liverpool, he's got the most to prove. 
Trent. Nunes. Trent. Yeah, I think Trent. Nunes is an £80 million signing. Yeah. He's on the bench at the moment. Obviously, had a good weekend, but... Yeah, but like Trent, like Trent had a bad season. Remember, like the pretty much the whole of last season, the whole discourse was like, oh yeah, Trent, this is that. Oh, he's meant to be better defensively. Then like the midfielder shouts came up again, which I, I, I don't, I don't understand why people think he can be a midfielder. And then like because well, of the because of the the skill set in it. Like, I'm I'm not, like obviously I rate Trent, but I don't think his skill set is that of a midfielder. It's like, just it, the passing. I think it's the passing. His passing isn't. He's, it's, it's not that of a midfielder. If anything, his passing is a one, bro. Like he's passing, his passing is good. But like, if anything, he if I was to say he he like what other position, what I think he played, I'd say like right mid or like you know like the like like the throwback early two thousand buck. He's like right right midfielder. David Beckham. Yeah, like I even then there's a bit, but yeah, but but some someone like that. I don't, I don't I've never seen him as someone that I as, I never seen him for. Oh yeah, like. He like put him in that center mid, and he'll just like cook. He'll just like, and yeah, I, just, I, I, just don't, I just don't see it. I don't see it at all. I've got a wild card one, yeah. I wait. Like, I'll, I'll ask it. I'll say it again when Steve comes back. But what about? Oh, he's back. Um, yeah, my wild card one was Van Dyke, and not because. Huh? Like, no, no, no. Let, oh, let me, yeah, like, so he, he's certified. He's certified. Like we know that he's one of you know. At, his, at the peak of his powers, he's one of the best ever playing the Barclays. But has he got something to prove? Because it's actually looking like he's on a decline in that sense. I think you know what you're not. You're not. I don't think it's that much of a wild card. I think you can make like a legitimate argument purely because I don't personally think so. But I yeah. kind of see where people are coming from. Yeah. But when a lot of people look at Van Dyke now, it does kind of look like he had like a free two to three year peak. Yeah. And that's it. Like yeah. everything outside of that doesn't look that great. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I'm thinking. That's why I said it. Um. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. That's the top six. That was great. What, what team? Or should we do team or should we do manager? Both. What team's got the most to prove in the Premier League? Arsenal. Really? Yeah. People think that last season was a fluke. Right. People are throwing down the gauntlet. They've said, like, you had you had a free run at the league, they will say. You've now Which got Champions didn't. League football. You've now got, you've spent money. You've got some depth. Like, you've got to go and challenge City again for the league. We've got you a think- league proof. And if we don't do that, then... What about- what about like a Liverpool though? Because they are obviously they were City's main rivals for a long period of time. They've obviously had a little wobble. They've changed their team up. Do you not think they've got something to prove now? Like, okay, are you still? But they're incomplete. Like okay. the window's closing now, and we're not looking at their midfield and thinking, yeah, they're ready now. Okay, okay. I think I'd say though, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, yeah. But who's yeah. that? The endo. Yeah. If a. <sighs> It's tough. I, I think I think you can make an argument for like, pretty much all the top six apart from City. Yeah. But me personally, I think it's either Arsenal or United. Like I think I United got a lot to prove because I of think I think I think United got way more to prove than people yeah, are, yeah. are saying. I agree. Or like people are thinking, 
or like people are giving them mainly because like obviously maybe it's because of it, it overshadowed because we overshadowed with how good we are how good mm-hmm. we were last season so people are expecting us to be title challengers and I don't think can be title challenge but like United they brought in Ten Hag who was an experienced coach a winning coach they spent two I, I don't understand how people how it gets glossed over like in his first season he spent an odd like the odd like 200 million yeah. This season again, he spent your like he spent your two hundred million potent- mm-hmm. on looking at potential like incomers left in that could maybe touch three hundred. I'm not I'm not entirely sure, and yet people and United fans are still saying, "Oh yeah, we're in like we're in part of a rebuild and all this stuff." Like I'm like it's it's like I said like um, on game week one, you can't like if if it like when it was asked when it was asked, you were spending one hundred fifty million, two hundred million a window. People like people weren't now saying, "Oh yeah, okay, yeah, you still need to do this." Like we we were saying it because like we obviously we knew our team, but people were now saying, "Look, you spent the money. You've been you you're the highest um spenders in the in in the league in the window now. You've got to you've got to have something to show for it." And mm. I think I think you've got to say that with United, like yeah. So no, but, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, right. I'm manager United, United, actually. What manager? Which manager has the most to prove? For me, Eric Ten Hag. Mm. Yeah, Eric Ten Hag. Yeah, because I'm now starting to question. He, I don't, uh, like, he came from Ajax with this whole place that yeah, I live. Bro, yeah, bro, I'm I, not seeing. Like, I hate watching United, bro. I'm not seeing it. So that's that's why for me, like, your the players you have, you can play the style of football you want, bro. Look, bro, look at Brighton. Look at look at um, who else plays like attractive football? Even look at Tottenham. Look at Tottenham now. Like you can implement your style. They, United don't. But do United have enough enough technicians in their team? Yeah, but I, whose fault is that though? Like thank you. Said, that is that is the that is the manager's problem. Yeah. Like I just said, they've spent money. Get the profile of player in that you need. Quick question, yeah. What what do you guys think of Ten Hag's um, talent ID? It well, it's it's been more missed than the win. Talent ID now. is players that he's worked with in the past. Thank you. Thank because because I, 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 I remember when I remember a couple of weeks ago when I tried to say that like Ten Hag's talent ID, it's it's kind it's kind of it's kind of spooky. It doesn't like the players he goes after, and the players like 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 Steve said, it's either players he's he's worked with or players from the Dutch league. It's, it's like he's trying to like um like be a champion for the Dutch league and say yeah, this like, it's it's spook like I'm sorry it's spooky like yeah but at the same time. United should have a sporting director, so she, he shouldn't have the chop. Like the moment that he said, "I want Anthony late last summer," and they were being quoted hundred million euros, somebody has to say, "Sorry, Eric, no, yeah. that's not happening." That's why I put Buffett Magic. Exactly. There's player X or player Y that we're going to go for for forty million. Yeah. But Eric Ten Hag is in a position where it seems like the hierarchy trusts his judgment. They're going to sign Kukurela is not a bad player to be fair. I think his Chelsea times like is diminished. You think Kukurela is not a bad player? He's not as bad as what he's not a bad player, but he he's he's been awful at Chelsea. At Chelsea he, yeah, he's he, not a bad player. He like. can't run. It's clear he can't. He's not. Bro, remember he's when he was with City and that? Mm. I was thinking yeah. pieces on the timeline talking about how oh my gosh he's going to transcend blah 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 this and that. Like. If he was at City, he'd be doing so much better. I'm so yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's he's terrible defensively. I think that's the that's the main thing. I like, yeah. and I, I don't understand it. But yeah, he's not good defensively at all. I'm not gonna lie. But um, but yeah, okay, right. Let's get into let's get into some football tool then, lads. So 
Um, let's start. Let's start off with the Arsenal. Let's start off with the Arsenal. Um, we drop points at um, at home to the uh, at home to Fulham. Within a minute, we were a goal down. It's the third time this has happened in a calendar year. Um, it happened against Bournemouth and Southampton, if I remember correctly. Um, so yeah, started off one nil. We managed to claw it back to two one, and then um, yeah, as we saw, the game ended two two. Not our greatest performance, but some are saying we didn't play as bad as the result suggests. Um, but as always, there's been meltdown on Arsenal Twitter. There's been think pieces. There's been this. There's been that. Um, Steve, I'm going to hand the floor to you because I think you had a question for us on the pod. Yes, I did. Should we review the game first or should I just go straight to the question? Whatever, whatever you want to do, mate. The floor is yours. Yeah, no. So um, <clears throat> I would actually, no, let's follow on from what you said because it sort of uh, links to emotion. And basically, Clive Palmer um, from the Arsenal Vision podcast, he asked, is there too much emotion around Arsenal on and off the pitch to enable the correct environment to sustain a title race? And I thought that was a really good question because um, it made me think back to last season. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of emotion around us especially when we had like some of the, you know, the last minute wins, the big wins. And a lot of people, well, I remember Gary Neville saying that, you know, when you're in a title race, you have to look at City who are very cold calculated, they get the job done. And it's, there's no, you know, it's, it's no, big, like, sorry, go on. It's, it's professional, isn't it? Like, it's yeah, professional, it's clean, it's clinical. Whereas with us, it felt like we'd reached, you know, a mountaintop every single time. My, my rebuttal to that would be, I don't think it's the emotion. I think it's the lack of experience that our players had because football is an emotional sport. Like regardless of it, all fan bases are emotional. Yeah. So it's not the emotion. It's the fact that our players couldn't handle the occasion. I think, I think, but, I, okay. I think the emotion comes into it as well. I can't even lie but, to you. But Zinchenko, for example, is somebody that's experienced yeah, he's won trophies. He's won titles. He was showing that he was emotional at times in terms of how his body language was at at, at, at um, tough periods. But so I think that's because because of so when he was at Man City, he didn't have to be the guy per se. Yeah, yeah. Like he is around a lot younger players, so he might be taking it upon himself that he has to step up and be this leader. Like, yeah, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. But if the rest of the squad had that level of experience at that level in those high stakes, the emotion, it's not the emotion. It's, it's, it's just the, it, to be honest, to be honest, it is the emotion. But because they don't have the experience of handling that emotion, that's why it went tits up. But when you're experienced, like these, look at C, like, like we said, the moments don't really phase them as much because they've been here, they've done that. Do you know what I mean? So I, I don't put it down to emotion. I put it more so to experience. Okay. I I think okay. I personally I personally think it's I think it's a bit of both. I do think there was that lack of experience plus the emotion because like they 
because I'm like, like you said, football's an emotional sport. You can't tell me that like these city players don't feel the emotion as well. Yeah, because they, have, but because they have that experience, they're able to like channel it a bit better. Mm. Or do you know what? Or do you know what? Another another thing is you could just say that's just that's just not their um that's that's just not their gimmick because like you can say for example, look at um what's that what's it called like Liverpool. Like, do you, like Liverpool's Liverpool's a very like emotional club, like traditionally, just like yeah. with how things are, and obviously like during their during their like pomp and like with their battles with City, I I think I think they they use their emotion they use their emotion to their to that like, to their um to their advantage. Mm-hmm. Like obviously you know how Anfield is and just and all this stuff. So like I don't I don't necessarily I do think our us as a fan base. And like even our players are they they are too emotional, but they but they haven't channeled it. They they're not channeling it um correctly because you can see it get it gets to them. Like even like 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 you said um what's his face Zinchenko. Even like other players like like Gabriel. Like the way Gabriel gets like rattled sometimes. Like when he gets like a card or he gets a challenge or something else. Like you can see it get it gets to these players. Even like even like Jesus to like a certain extent. Like you can see like. These players that they are emotional when it gets to them, so I, I do think it's a thing. I, I I don't think they should be emotionless, but I think they need to do and be better in like calming their emotions down. And like now saying that, it it maybe it like it kind of makes helps me kind of see why they might have picked someone like Odegaard and um, why they picked Odegaard as captain because I think out of like all of our players, I do think he's probably one of the players. Like in our squad, who can who's probably like better at like, hmm, what? Well, yeah, he's that. emotional, but he's better like kind of like challenging it and just like being calm. I agree with that. Agree with that. He, he he lets his football, he leads by example with his football. Like on the pitch, he makes the right decisions. I think, like nine times out of ten, you want Odegaard on the ball in high pressure moments. Obviously, he does have the allegations from some Steve. Um, who says that he doesn't step up in the big moments? But yeah, I'm with you. If I think he does, you know, he does know how to kind of channel it. Let's talk on the game then. <clears throat> Let's talk on the game. So yeah, I kind of already gave. I heard that, that you coward. Excuse me. I heard you. Heard you what you said. I mean, how does that make me a coward, bro? Like, Wait I, I, said, I left the room. I said what I said. But anyway, uh, the game itself, Steve. I'll let you go into. It. I think you watched it. If if I don't know if you've watched it yet. No, I haven't watched it. Uh, Steve Steve watched it knowing the result. So um I think he'd be the best place to start because I I watched it live. So I'm not ashamed to say that a lot of my emotion bias will come into it. Actually, sorry, I watched the first half. It's always easier to it's always easier to analyze a game when you've watched it cold because you can see it for what it is. Whereas when you're watching it at the time, like I was I was I was livid. I was fuming like the fact that I'm sorry like I don't agree with like the way Arsenal fans have reacted online in terms of like people are losing their shit listen it's it's a match it could happen in it so I don't agree with that but I'm frustrated because we know we're going to drop points this season Fulham at home in my opinion shouldn't be one of them games like that is a that's a three point game for me so now we're just making it more difficult long-term because when you come up against the City sides, you basically have to be perfect. So if we're dropping points to Fulham, we now have to go get hard points against, I don't know, like a 
let's say like a um like a villa or something where that would have been a draw and that would have actually been a decent result because they're a good side now you need to go to villa and win obviously i expect us to beat villa i'm just using it as an example in it so um so yeah no i, I was i was irritated at, at the result i've got to be honest but i do think our fan base is, is blowing it out of proportion man like it's we're only three games in um but yeah, I'll, I'll talk on the the lineups and that because I don't agree with what he's doing with Gabriel, but I feel like I've been going on for a while. So Steve, if you wanna, no, yeah, no, um, yeah, obviously, like you said, I watched the game cold. Um, I saw that we'd conceded again in the first minute, um, which is concerning. I don't think it's a coincidence when it happens three times in 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 the calendar year. Um, I don't know what Arteta can do or the coaching staff can do to change that, but. There's obviously something wrong and maybe there's an element of complacency knowing that you're facing lower league opposition mm-hmm. in the table opposition and you know you know you're gonna have the ball and you know you don't have to be a switched on defensively maybe and then we're getting caught out so teams are now going to be looking at us especially at home thinking in the first 60 120 seconds of the game go for it yep Give it everything. So that's um, got to stop. But yeah, in terms of our rhythm, like it wasn't there. We had a lot of players that were sloppy in the first half. Trossard, but Odegaard was sloppy. Saka didn't have his best half. Party as well. Like, so quite a few players weren't great, which was strange. Um, obviously, I've seen some people say it's the system online. I don't necessarily agree. I thought we created more than enough chances in the whole yeah. game to to win it. Um, yeah, but the sloppiness though, do you know? Yeah, the sloppiness is weird. Yeah, it was weird, but it wasn't sloppiness in terms of like, you know, like the rhythm of a pass just being ahead of somebody by a second. It was just sloppiness on the boards and giveaways. That's the league. I was going to say, like, where the team is so drilled and everyone knows where they should be. So, like, I've seen a lot of discourse talking about like the first goal. Saka passed it into an area where Ben White normally is. Yeah, yeah. Not but- to excuse him. Yeah, because obviously you know that that mistake has cost us a goal. But do you think that could be partially to yeah to blame? Like yeah, 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 yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, um... you're of, you're of the belief that this um, Gabriel thing is is tactical, right? I do. Yeah, I, I can't I can't understand why Arteta would drop Gabriel to the bench. And play a different system and it be personal. Or so be- okay, on, on let's 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 go with that narrative, yeah. yeah. You've done this for um tactical reasons, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you happy with what you're seeing? Are you happy with the fact that Arsenal could add a new quote unquote dimension to their game, like a new kind of unpredictability? Do do you think this is a good thing? Yeah. What do you think you do? Yeah, I do think it's a good thing. I do like if he's gonna do something like this, it's gotta be now, hasn't it? Or maybe yeah. he should have done it in pre-season, but I think he's still holding on to the fact that last season we capitulated the way we did. Mm. I'm I'm of that feeling too. Like I'm I was thinking to myself going into the season, okay, what are my expectations? I'd like to think that we can build on last season's league campaign. And I'd like to think that we'd be able to manage playing 45, 50, 60 games next season. 
mm. with, uh, you know, with more depth in the squad and more rotation because we didn't rotate last season. Mm-hmm. We rotated. Did we physically burn out last season? Maybe, maybe you know, we mentally capitulated. Maybe it's um, to um, a bit of both. But yeah, if he's going to experiment and sometimes do freak. So my thing is, Arteta said, "All right, the the element." Well, I would like to be more unpredictable this season. That's fine. I don't think that means you have to play the same system against three teams where you know you're going to have most of the ball. Like, I don't... What do you make of that? I, I would have thought, like, Palace, for example, I would have thought Gabriel comes back in and we go back to tight. Yeah, 100%. Played the same system. And- 100%. And, and that's why I had such an issue with it. Even, even the last game, like... You can bring Gabriel back in for that game. It's a home game. It's like the most important thing here is the three points. I think like, I think the way he's done it, the way he's gone about this tactical um, kind of evolution, I think it's too, it's too dramatic. I think you can have, you can, you can tweak things in game or you can tweak systems without having to drop arguably your best, pure defender like I just that's that's you're taking steps backwards for me like when we saw again it's Nottingham Forest first day of the season it's like okay fair enough like with all due respect to Nottingham Forest but it's Nottingham Forest like that okay cool like you know you want to get an extra man in midfield you want to you want to do that you know control the game like that fair enough I get it Palace like you said okay you know we know that they've got runners in behind we know we know that they can be a threat Okay, fair enough. You know, you want to control the game. We we managed to win that game. But then with this one, for me, it's like... Like, it, it's... I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, like, we're still coming to terms with it. So it's just... I just... I think we were so effective last season doing what we were doing. To me, it just seems like overkill doing this. Like, next game, Man United, I expect to see our strongest eleven. And that is Gabriel Saliba at the back. Huh? Okay, go on. Sorry. Gabriel Saliba at the back. Um, if Sinchenko is fit, he starts. Ben White right back. I want to see Thomas Party at the base. I want to see Odegaard doing what he does. And sorry, Havertz does not seem to have the confidence right now. I'm not even trying to shit on him, but he hasn't produced as of yet. It's difficult coming to a new club trying to get a new system. I get it. I'm not really, I'm not dumping on him. So play Declan Rice there, who seems to, you know, he seems to be thriving. Play him there at, at the left eight. And then um, Martinelli Saka. And, you know, I love Trossard. I love what he's been doing, but Eddie's been producing. So Eddie has to start that game for me. Yeah. I think um, off the back of what you kind of just said, <clears throat> I think last season... Last season, especially towards the end of the season, you got a bit stuck. Like, whether you want to, like, we can attribute to it, like, physical collapse, mental collapse. Um, we peaked too early in the season. But last season, towards the end, we got a bit stuck. And, yeah, we were playing the same way and doing the same things, but it wasn't and, working and, and, and it wasn't as effective. And the year before as well. And the year before as well, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we were doing pretty much what we were doing for the for the majority of the season and it wasn't working. Mm. So clearly like we didn't really have a plan B. So now like 
I don't think you're totally against it, but I I don't think we should be that up in arms saying saying that okay yeah that Arteta experiment it needs to um about Arteta like experiment and trying new things because ultimately we didn't really have a we didn't really have a plan B when things weren't working last season. Oh, you're so right. You're right. We need, so we need we need to create one, and that's one thing. And then two, obviously, maybe I'm just being that I'm just like playing both sides here, but I do think it probably does work. But there's no guarantee that the way we played and the way we set up and then undone everything last season, there's no guarantee that like it's gonna be as a hundred as effective as it was. Yep. As as effective as it was. So I'm okay with this and everything like that. And like I said, from what I saw in preseason, I just feel like we weren't, I feel like we just haven't really, like a lot of, a lot of players aren't like, they didn't start the season sharp. Maybe something started fit, some injuries here and there. So I think there's that. And then also I think what you said with Odegaard, it is like, it's a good, it's a good, like his own, sorry, not Odegaard, sorry, Zinchenko. So like, so like now, I don't know, like I think, we mentioned it against Palace and then obviously I think we saw it again like against um, Fulham maybe if you guys saw it I didn't, I didn't see the second half but when Od- when sorry I don't know why I keep saying Odegaard when Zinchenko comes on like the level like our, the level of our team it just, it just we just seem like a lot better like our yeah, the passing, same, the like, same thing happened yeah and then like and, and the thing is that like this like um, what's his face Zinchenko whether like as, as, as essential as he is to our team I can't trust him to play sixty games a season. I can't trust him to play forty. Like mm. he's 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 gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be injured this season, whether we like it or not. Mm. And then we can't. I like I hate having these have ha, having these excuses that we that we that like it's it it's it is like a valid not a valid excuse, but it is a true excuse. But you know when we're like, oh yeah, this player got injured, and then like we just dropped off. Our oh, Saliba got injured. The drop off was there. Like what can because like, at the end of the day. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't care how many, how fans try to like gaslight you or anything. When no matter who you are, even City to an extent, when you lose your best players to injury, you're going to struggle. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like you can't you can't you can't tell me otherwise. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me otherwise. So that's so. That, and the thing is, like, we're, unfortunately, some of our best players are a little bit injury prone. So we're going to lose them to injury for different periods of the season. So like this, I feel like this is our to finding the solution. And then again, we were even more even more unfortunate because if you look at the um, Community Shield game when we played City, Timber was playing and and like, obviously like we saw like the, like we looked, we looked good like that out of the like past four games that we played, that's probably the game where, where we've looked the best and that's against City. Obviously you can maybe say City weren't, whatever you want to say, but out of the four games, that's where we looked the best and that was with Timber. So like Timber was probably going to be our, okay, yeah, like, are like when when Zinchenko doesn't play, sorry, even even like the first half against Nottingham Forest, like when he was he when he like when he played as well, like he I think he was probably going to be our oh when Zinchenko inevitably gets injured or something, he's going to come to the team or go play at the same time, and there won't be that drop off. But unfortunately, he's got a, he, he's out for the season now, and like thankfully we still got Zinchenko. So I feel like maybe this is just our te- and you can maybe even argue that's why. We haven't, we didn't really see this experiment as much during the preseason because we we thought we we're gonna have Timber fit for the whole season. Mm. So um, I'm, I'm I'm not mad. I'm not mad at um, Arteta like trying like trying new things at this point in the season because even even with all this and all this talk that we're having, we've won two games, we've drawn one. Yeah. So like, I think as long as we're getting the results, 
and figuring out how we're going to play. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm okay with it. Obviously, like I want, I want to see nicer football and I want to see us like free flowing and scoring goals the way we were last season. But I'm okay with like having this kind of slow start before we kick into gear because like I'm sorry, it, like if you look at a lot of the teams like City, even a City typically, I feel like they always start the season a little bit slow. Like they don't look, they they still look good because of obviously who they are, but they but they don't look like oh like bang on form at the start of the season then as the months go by they get better and better and better and better and they, they peak same with like teams like Real Madrid like Real Madrid during the season typically they like they're like they're, 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 they look good they're getting by and then like as the season gets deeper and deeper they start getting better like Cruz Modric's performances as the season goes on as the season gets deeper their performances get better so I honestly I want to see that from my team I think that's I think that's the most that's the best way to like challenge and win the highest honours because last season we started white hot we like we were so like last season at the start we were so good the way we looked was so good and like you and you can say oh yeah like the way City are like we need to put them out of reach we almost kind of did put them out of reach and we still didn't win the league because we dropped off at the end of the season so I like honestly I'm I'm, I'm okay with it just as long as we're getting the results yeah uh. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Steve, do you have any last words on Arsenal? Um, no, I'm really happy for Eddie. Really yeah. happy for Eddie. And I'm happy for Fabio Vieira. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was an amazing cameo. Yeah, he was, he was asked to come on and change the game and he did that, man. So, yeah, um, hopefully we can get that from the bench. It's going to be a squad game this season. We're going to have to... Guys are going to be needed, especially um, in the attacking area. So if they can produce whenever they're called upon, it's going to be great. So, yeah, more yeah. of that. United, big game next week. Um, we want to see a performance, man. Like it's, it's always a big game against them. I'm, but I'm sure we will. I have no doubt we will, especially after the setback we had this week. And I, I think they'll be focused then. Yeah, that's good. That's if we great. take... If we do what we're supposed to do, I'm sure we'll win the game. All right, perfect. All right, okay. Let's move on because we have done um, almost an hour, I believe. So not too much else we are going to go over. Let's talk Liverpool-Newcastle. I think that was the biggest game of the game week. Oh, yeah, man, I missed um, it, actually. You say you missed it? Bro, I, I saw it was one... I was in the pub. Mm. So it was 1-0. And I saw, obviously saw Van Dijk get sent off. Yeah. And I was like, I, I said before the game, I said to um, one of the guys there, this is like Newcastle definitely winning this game. And it's going to be like, they got, now that it's 10 men, three or four nil. Yeah. Like the way Newcastle can be, you don't want to go to St. James's Park 4.30. Yeah. You just don't want to go there. And my phone died and we couldn't get signal where we were. And then I just see 2-1. Yep. I couldn't believe it. Darwin <laughs> <laughs> Nunes came on and he got the two goals for Liverpool in the last like 10 minutes or so um, I was going to uh, you know me I was going to say some things when I saw that it was 1-0 and everything and I saw how the game was going I thought the same as you I thought yeah you know Liverpool they're, they're not looking great like they don't look like a, a great side but one thing that one thing you have to say about Liverpool is you know they didn't give up on the game obviously they ended up winning the game but their experience of being in positions like this came through. Maybe not positions like this, but their experience on just how to manage games came through because 
like we said, 1-0 down in Newcastle with 10 men, <clears throat> not many teams win that game. Um, I thought of something when I was thinking about Arsenal, like we, the one, the way we can see goals early on in games at home, the way we haven't kept a clean sheet. How many clean sheets was it, Steve? Is it three out of 15? Three out of 15, last 15 home games, yes. We need to, I, I think one thing we need to do, if we actually want to become champions, we can't, like we have to stamp that shit out. The clean sheet thing we have to stamp out and the, the early goal thing we have to stamp out because if you look at team like championship winning teams, they don't behave in, in that way. They don't, that, that's not a thing that happens to them. You look at how Liverpool played, and I'm not saying they're gonna be um they're gonna be challenging because to be honest, I don't think they will be, but that is the signs of like you know teams what, ha- what happened between like this 15th minute to the 90th minute? Like what were Newcastle doing? Because I follow a few Newcastle fans, yeah. They they were fuming at Eddie Howe because of the triple subs that he made. I saw that he took off Isaac for Wilson. Yeah. Harvey Barnes for Gordon. Yeah. I think he brought, did he bring on Matt Target or something? Sean Longstaff. Sean Longstaff, for, was it? Tanani. Yeah. So, like, what were they doing? Were they trying to break him down? Were they creating chances? Oh, I saw that Allison say, by the way. Wow. Great yeah, Allison, he is the best keeper in the world. Oh, 100%. Nah, it's not even, it's not even, bro. He he is absurd. Yeah, no, I was close. He is absolutely absurd. Um. <sighs> I've got to be honest. I watched it, but I didn't. I didn't take it in. I think when when it went down to ten men, it was just one of them games that I just expected to go one way. So I wasn't really taking it in too tough. Newcastle had chances. They had the uh, Almiron chance. That's the Allison save that we're talking about. Um, they had chances. To be fair, I think Alice Allison was just being Allison because I think after the game they said I think that's the most game most most saves he's ever had in one game or something like that. Oh, right. So it was just one of them games. Liverpool they kept themselves in I think the most important thing they did was they just kept themselves competitive. Mm. And then when it was time to take the chances, bro, if if I was a betting man, I I would never have said it would be Nunes that was going to take them chances because they weren't easy chances that he took as well. The, the first one was crazy, crazy. Good finishes, yeah. proper good finishes. And from what we've seen from him, he hasn't had that composure since he's been there. So, yeah, it was it was really good. It was really good. Um, yeah, Liverpool just kept into the, they kept themselves in the game. I, I think Trent should have been sent off. Um, uh, I don't even I don't I didn't like the first yellow though. Like, I don't think but, that was. But it's the new rules though. Yeah, okay. That's the thing. It's the new rules. And Tommy asked you, we saw what happened to him the other day. He got yeah, sent yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. if if the rules are the rules, Trent should have been sent off. Because yeah. that second challenge was that's a bookable offense. Yeah, yeah. 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 And and do you know what? Do you know what it is, yeah? That like I think I said I think I said after um after the palace game mm. that yeah, it was harsh, but they brought in the new rules and they wanted to like enforce it and show like, yeah, this is what will happen. So mm. the, so deter players. But then now because now this has happened and then like you didn't book him, mm. you've just like, I don't think you'll deter players as much because like it'll, it's become a thing where, oh yeah, like, yeah, you could get booked. You you might not. Whereas like if they if they booked and sent, sent him off as well, yeah, it probably might have like ruined the game, ruined the game or something. But then like you, you, you sent that message that yeah, like we're stamping it out. It's yeah. not just oh yes, yeah, Arsenal or oh yeah, you, um if you get like the luck of the stick with like 
with like the referee, like one referee mm. might let you off, one referee might send might send you off. With it. If you, they you send it off, then then them players will kind of wake up a bit more and be like, oh, okay, we actually can't do this because like no matter whether it's and especially for a team like Liverpool, who from like in most people's eyes, they seem to kind of get like the rubber the green. Yeah, like people, like if it happens to Liverpool, people think, okay, yeah, okay. If if it's happening to Liverpool, then like we've got to like. So it is a bit disappointing, but it was very disappointing, very disappointing. Um, Gordon had a great game. That's one thing I didn't know. Like he had Trent on toast. He, he's not gonna lie. He's uh, started the season really well. I like him. Yeah, he he looks good. He looks good. Um, Newcastle, if they want to be a serious team, and to be honest, with money like what they have, they are going to be a serious team. But I think that's a, it's it's a poor result for them. Proper poor result because you know at, at least get a draw. Do you know what I mean? We know Liverpool are Liverpool, but 10 men for majority of the game, um, they, they've they got to get something there. Van Dijk's incident, did you guys think it was a red card? Because Jamie... Yeah. Aragorn, yeah. I, I can't understand why he didn't think it was a red Anyone that fit, doesn't think that was a red, I can't understand that, given that... The it's Liverpool, isn't it? It's Liverpool through and through. That's why I didn't think he was a red. Bro, yeah. the definition of the rule is if you deny goal-scoring opportunity. If he would, plays he, that ball to Isaac yeah. and Van Dijk doesn't foul him... It's a goal scoring opportunity and he's prevented. You were saying it wasn't it wasn't obvious that it would have been a goal scoring opportunity. That was his he's thrown goal. Yeah, listen, I agree with you. Yeah, that's stupid. I agree, I agree with you. Okay, good. We're um we're in alignment there. Okay. So yeah, elsewhere, um City managed to get a hard fall. It was a hard fall um victory against Sheffield United, to be fair. Away that's from those points. Yeah, they did, they really did, but Again, like no shade on my own team, but that's what you have to do. Like that is the level. If you want to be champions, you need to be able to do stuff like that. But so, we we have shown to do stuff like that though. Okay, but then we have shown to draw two two. You know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, we have, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not good enough. Like if you want to be champs, you gotta, you know, you gotta, um, you gotta get them things. Yeah. So United, obviously, they were two 0 down very early on. I think it was the first five minutes. They came back. They won it three two. Um, West Ham have started the season really well. Apparently, three one against Brighton came out of nowhere. Um, Everton, I mean, they put money on them going down or being bro, down. Bro, did you see the um FB ref stats for their new signing? Who? Better. Yeah, better. No. Nah. He might be the worst player I've ever seen. Oh, my days. Statistically, <laughs> he might be the worst player I've ever seen. Everything was in the red. Who are they excited? They've spent 30 million euros on this guy. Anyway, let's see how he does. Come on. To, to, to be fair, when you think about it, that 30 million pound for a striker, that's like, that doesn't... Like, they're broke though. They're broke. They have no money, bro. Yeah, no, no. That's, 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 that's what I'm trying to say. Like, if you're spending 30 million on a striker, like, you don't... They're probably not. Great. I mean, Balogun was thirty-five or forty, whatever it is. They they probably should have had. But then, like, I feel, I feel like, I feel like there's a Premier League price and there's a there's an other league price because like the re- the rest of Europe, apart from Real Madrid and who and who was like Bayern Munich, people even Bayern Munich kind of broke because they broke the bank for Kane. But apart from like Real Madrid, PSG, and like maybe Bayern Munich, the rest of like Europe just seems broke. And, like, look at Serie A, like. They can't even afford like forty mil for Lukaku, someone who's a certified goal scorer. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think? Do you think if like 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 no, like no bans, fam? I, I swear, um, Brent Brentford bid forty three million for for Brennan Johnson the other day. 
that like that that money abroad is like that's that true. They bid for uh, they. I saw. I, 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 I know they were bid. interested. I know they got knocked back. I didn't see. I didn't see a bid. He only wants Spurs, isn't it? He wants those Spurs. Apparently, they 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 offered like I, I remember seeing that they offered like um like a verbal proposal where they bid for like forty three mil and that it got it got turned down. I didn't see that. To be so, fair. All right, oh my days! Have you seen this? Nuno oh. Tavares and not in the forest. Loan fee will be higher than one million plus a twelve million buy option. Not bad. Yeah, let's make. Why, why can't you sell him? Like, just not getting bad. straight up. Like, not bad. Well, anyway, all right, boys. I think that's been a, a, like about an hour. Obviously, I know you guys are busy men, got things to do this evening. So, um, if we swiftly move on to champ and chump, and then we could call it a night. I'll kick us off then. Right. With my champ, um, I've got some options. I wrote them down. Um, What's that Barcelona kid? The 16-year-old. Oh, that was going to be mine. Okay, I'll go someone else. Kane got a double on his... Um, in fact, I don't want to give it to Kane. I'll give it to Raheem Sterling because um, he, he had a good game. Who did they face? Was it Luton? Yeah. Fair enough, it was Luton, but you know he's showing that he is still a top. They're player. going straight back down, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, they're going straight back down. But yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to give it to Raheem Sterling. Obviously, if you watch the game, then you know why. Um, my chump of the week, I think I was going to give it to um, Newcastle because if you want to be a serious side, you you know you can't lose games like that. It's not good enough. Wow, you My sure? champ of the week goes to um, it goes to Jude Bellingham. He started off fantastically. He started his um, Real Madrid career off fantastically, and um, long may it continue. And um, my my champ of the week it goes to I'm going to give it to Burnley. I'm going to give it to Burnley. No, sorry, not Burnley. Everton. I was thinking of Sean Dyche. Why? Did they lose? Everton lost, yeah. Why Bro, he's coaching four nils. Nobody can convert the chances. Who Wait, who the, they're, they're missing. Who are you talking about? Everton. Oh. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm not putting it on him. I'm putting it on the players. Um, My champ of the week is Lamine Yamal. Yeah. Um, listen, I was watching the highlights for the Villarreal game in the weekend. They won 4 3 Barca. Kid is crazy. I can't believe he's 16. Bro, he's so fast. So fast. But what does he play? Sir? Where does he play? He's playing on the right. I think he's playing as a wing back. They play like a 3 4 3. Something like that. Or 4 3 3. Yeah, but he's coming from wide areas and bro, he's so quick. But given what they did to Paul Pedri after they put him through 80 games in a, in a season. He's broken down now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, probably won't be probably won't be playing by the age of 21. Obviously, touch wood, that doesn't happen. But yeah, let's pray they look after him because he looks like a top talent. And Supati, where's he? Crocked as well. They're just running these guys into the ground. Yeah, let's pray that doesn't happen to Saka. Someone, someone protect these young kings. Yeah. Arteta's going to try and do the same thing to Arteta, um, to Saka. Yeah. He needs saving, man. Trump of the week. Um, Not like Rooney and Fabregas. 
<laughs> chump of the week is um well Jamie Carragher because um he defended that penalty decision. He's my favorite pundit, but sometimes you know. Yeah, he, he loses it, and he's so he's so arrogant. Yeah, he's so headstrong. Mm. He's so headstrong. He doesn't know how to just be like, oh, actually, yeah, you know what? Yeah, got that wrong. Anyway, right, people. Well, it's been an education. It's been a, another episode of um, the weekly uh, TWC football. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, man, we'll be back next week after Arsenal smash the hell out of Man United. Pause. Pause. In a bit. In a bit. Ciao.